Welcome to the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware. Football season is grilling season. Stop by Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of big green egg grills. The Larry Maynard Agency. Give Allstate agent Larry Maynard a call today for all your insurance needs. Macon Bank and Trust. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. Dairy Berries Heat and Air. Dairy Berries has been voted Sumner County's best heat and air for the past eight years. For outstanding service, give us a call today. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, vans don't let vans drive drunk. Now, here are Coach Michael Strapp and Blaine Keller. Welcome back into a postseason and Halloween edition of the Green Wave Coaches Show. I'm Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller. Uh, I will not tell you who I'm dressed up as on this Halloween recording of uh, the GWCS, but uh, uh, Coach, great football coach outfit today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going into the first round of the postseason with Gallatin here. Uh, we're going to preview that game against Oakland and look into last week's win against Lebanon. Uh, but first, Coach, I wanted to touch on a couple of things, starting with uh, last night's live tweeting a little bit of the uh, Sumner County Commission meeting that you did. Um, a couple of gifts, a couple of photos uh, about kind of the athletic funding situation going on in Sumner County. And uh, I thought it was fitting at the start, our first episode, we talked a little bit about the bleacher situation happening uh, just in your office back here. And it uh, might be fitting here as we near the end of the season uh, to revisit that as the situation has changed a couple of months later. So to start off, could you share any opinions or, or, or thoughts that you had based on last night's meeting or this whole situation that's going on with the athletic funding? Uh, you know, I've been here a short time, so I don't know all the, the history and the, and, and the backbiting, I guess, of, of, of the county. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's – you know, there's need for improvements and there's need for, uh, you know, facility upgrades and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I think they made the right decision last night to approve the funds. And, and again, you know, the best investment is, 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 is children, you know, and, and they're the future. Uh, and you, you want to give them the best opportunity to, uh, you know, to, to train or it, whether it be education or whatnot, you know, whatever it is then, you know, there needs to be an, a path for them. And, and so I thought last night was, even though it took five hours, uh, it, it, it ended well. Yeah, and a good situation all across the board for uh, the short term and the next couple of months or uh, so as we get ready for next football season for some of these area schools to get bleachers back. Uh, and for the future, for other schools to, to get some athletic upgrades and some facility upgrades there. One more before we jump into a 32-30 win over Lebanon. Uh, just before the kick of that game, Gallatin's Athletic Hall of Fame announced its class of 2024. Congratulations to Gallatin News co-worker Randy Moonpie Moore uh, on getting the nod as a contributor uh, as part of, a, I believe, a nine-person class. Uh, Coach, as you mentioned here, you, you're still a little new to the area, uh, but you've been around a little bit to, to know the history of Gallatin sports and of Union High School sports as well. So uh, what do you know about this class that's coming into the Athletic Hall of Fame, and uh, how important is something like that to you? 
Uh, well, I mean, I think it's very important uh, to recognize uh, those those guys. Um, but to really answer your question, I did not know there was a class or who votes on it or the process, the meeting. I don't, I, I don't know. So I'm, it's news to me. I read it, you know, and I'm happy for Randy and all those boys. But, I mean, I, yeah, I'm clueless. Well, how about Randy? I mean, you've been around Randy quite a bit. He's been around you quite a bit over the past couple of months. And uh, just to see maybe his involvement with Gallatin Athletics, uh, maybe to, to give him a shout here. How yeah. deserving do you think he is of kind of that nod? Uh, you know, Randy is a passionate uh, young man uh, that that wants to, you know, do his all for the Green Wave. I mean, he's uh, – I don't think there's been a week that's went by that he hasn't, you know, poked his head in um, and either dropped a newspaper off or kind of give me a little nugget here and there. Um, but, you know, guys like Randy, man, they, they, they what keep uh, – keep, keep this thing moving on and and in the right direction so yeah happy for him yeah i, I would second uh coach Strauss, uh saying there that uh, there's always a nugget of information that randy moore is happy to share with you so congratulations to him and, and coach now let's jump into that 32 to 30 win a must win situation it became on friday night uh, at home against lebanon you got the job done but 23 to nine at one point uh took a missed kick in the closing moments by lebanon to seal that one up but uh, the job's not finished, as Kobe Bryant would say. You're in the playoffs now, and you still have work you'd like to do, but how proud are you of your team for getting that job done, ticking that box, and hitting the postseason now? Uh, you know, we, I'm proud of the guys, and I, I told them before the game Friday, no matter what happened, I, I was proud of them and, and loved every one of them um, because they're not the same kids that, that they were uh, the day I got here. Uh, and there was a lot of trust to be earned. There's a lot of uh, getting to know each other and, and and whatnot. But you know, I'm I'm so proud of those kids individually and and, and the people they have become. Now, not to say they can't make bad choices or bad decisions and and whatnot. But I mean, for the most part, you know, they they've done a really good job of uh, becoming a whole lot you know, well-rounded person. So that's what I'm most proud of. And then, then, you know, that correlates into, you know, winning football games and be able to, to call your way back. And, you know, when, when adversity strikes, you know, being able to know how to handle it. And we've had a good fair share of it this year. So I like how they responded. Coach, a lot of this season you've talked about how uh, other people around this program have approached you and said, uh, in this specific situation, maybe last year's team wouldn't have battled the way that they did. Mm -hmm. I believe you brought that up against Springfield, brought that up a couple of times maybe against Hendersonville, against Mount Juliet, a couple of close losses there where Gallatin really battled. Um, in a game like that one, like Lebanon, where you have to win to get in, uh, as the game progresses, that's what the situation became. Uh, how did you see that happen again? Well, I mean, it just... Uh you know, we, we kind of, you know, we just kept on plugging. And, um, you know, I think the kids kind of believe in the system and they uh, they have faith in it. And, you know, whenever we get the ball offensively, I think the guys, they think we got a shot. You know, we can score. We can score any time at any moment. Um, and it's a whole lot easier playing that playing with that mindset when you can go out there and, you know, maybe be a seven points down or three points down or whatever. And, you know, you've got that ability to score quick. And, 
Um, you know, the kids have really done a good job um, executing it and, and, and things. But, you know, again, just proud of them. Just proud of the, the way these guys keep going defensively too, you know. I mean, they could have they hung, hung their head on many different occasions, but they didn't. They kept fighting. It was, a, as I mentioned, 23-9 lead for Gallatin. Max Kelly's field goal gave them a 32-30 to lead, and then uh, a missed kick by Lebanon uh, as the game expired. Sent off what uh, Wilson Post Sports Editor Tommy Bryan called a jubilant post-game celebration. Coach, was that fitting? What were the emotions like for you and your players as you realized that you were going to play into next week? Well, I mean, it, you know, at that point in time, you just – thankful you you got the job done and you know at the same time you know you got a team on the other end down there that's feeling the right opposite of you so um i mean there's not a whole lot to say after a game like that you just kind of you know you tell them you love them and you know we'll see them on monday so you know that's kind of the approach i took you know i'm not going to sit there and bore them to death with words so uh i just told them i was proud of them and you know well have a good time over the weekend and see you on Monday. So they were pretty fired up about it. Well, it's got to be fired up to, to get back to it on Monday. I mean, that uh, you could say whatever kind of speech you wanted after that game, but to say see you Monday mm, yeah. and to start it again uh, was exciting, I'm sure, for you and your players. Oh, 100%. Three players I wanted to point out here from this game are Gallatin News Player of the Week to start, running back Jaden Hoskins, 179 rushing yards, 41 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Coach, this was a guy who had three touches total at Wilson Central after Zakai and Brinkley went down. And you mentioned a few weeks back that there was a lot of growing up that he needed to do to uh, be able to be a contributor to this program. How have you seen that maturity with Jaden over the past few weeks? It's still a, a process, uh, you know, and, and, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go into uh, uh, a young man's uh, maturity. All right. And. And Jaden is uh, Jaden's a kid that had a really good night for us, uh, and and he ran the ball really really hard, um, you know. And I mean, I think two weeks prior to that, we go to Lebanon, and we 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 play JV, and you know, he just he 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 didn't perform very well. So, you know, it's looking for that consistency out of Jaden, and 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 the growing up, taking a little bit more responsibility on on, on you know. You know, being at practice on time or being in the classroom and stuff like that. And listen, kids like Jaden, he, he he doesn't have it easy now. You know, his dad's sick, and you know they're going through that, and he's worried about his his father like he should be. Um, but life isn't fair, you know. Um, and me and him's had those talks, you know. Um, I lost my brother, um, you know, in 2013, but I was 36. You know, this kid's 16 years old. So, um, but I'm proud. I'm proud of him. You know, the, the what he did Friday night. You know, and and the smile on his face. You can kind of see it. You know, but you know, like I told him, that that week's over with. We we got a new week. So, you know, you got to hit the reset button and start all over. I'm sure that was a meaningful and pretty much an emotional performance for him. Uh, to have that kind of success after, well, like you said, what he's kind of gone through this year. and Coach, one thing I've noticed watching him play at Springfield and uh, just kind of seeing his build, and I know I've talked a lot about the build between Zakai and Brinkley and the build between the other running backs you have mm -hmm. available now, but uh, he almost looks like a, a wide receiver 
lined up behind mm-hmm. the quarterback. H- how does his build and his frame uh, maybe differ from other running backs you've had in the past? Uh, I mean, Jaden's a kid that can get out in space and, and, and leave you behind. I mean, he's he's got that burst, uh, um, you know, he, he he can catch the ball out of the backfield, you know, like he did Friday. Um, but he's also got the ability to – he's got that power in him. He can lower his shoulder and run over uh, when he needs to. Um, so he is – he's a lengthy guy. He's long, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but he is uh, – he can – he's got every tool that, you know, that you want in a running back, you know, just – he did, he just needs to decide whether he's going to use that all the time or just you know sparingly. So we're working on that and just you know and, and same thing with with Harper. You know they're both they're both young guys and, and experience wise. So you know Harper came in and started the game for us and then we we spilled in Jaden. Jaden got hot and but it's a competition every week from here on out. You know they're going to go out there and get reps and you know the hot hand to get it. Speaking of wide receivers. Uh, LaDainian McMurray had another incredible game, mm-hmm. two-way performance, seven tackles, two interceptions, 58 yards receiving, and a touchdown. He has the, the size and the stats, Coach, to really compete at that next level. And before the start of this year, he was getting a, lot of, he was getting a couple of offers at that mm-hmm. FCS level. If you were able to give a pitch to college coaches about LaDainian uh, as his career comes to a close in these next few weeks, what would it be? Uh yeah, LD is one of those guys you 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 want in that hole with you. You know, we 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 use old term foxhole. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, you don't have to worry about you know, whose back he's got. You know, he's gonna go out there and he's gonna he's gonna give you everything he's got. And um, you know, he's a he's a good leader. Um, I think you know he um, the other night we jumped off sides a couple of times to begin the defensive series against Lebanon, and uh, you know. LD walks up amongst the D lineman right there and has some words of encouragement for him and and you know but that's what you need you know you got to have some guys out there sometimes to press pause and and say hey listen let's tighten up a little bit um, and LD's that guy you know he 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 plays the middle of the field for us on defense but he also is, he he helps us stop the run as well and then offensively um, you know he's he's a threat out there as well so yeah really proud of that kid and. He, whoever gets him is going to get a really good football player. Ladanian, part of that uh, record-setting offense. Uh, great defensive player, too. Uh, giving a quick shout offensively also to Jeremiah Williams, who this past week set the single-season reception record at Gallatin. So now you've got the single-season passing yardage leader, single-season passing touchdown leader, 1,000-yard rusher in Zakai and Brinkley, and two top-five uh, all-time receivers for single-season, Jeremiah Williams and, of course, Ladanian McMurray. Last player to point out, Coach, and it's one that I've mistakenly not brought up all season long, Max Kelly. Mm-hmm. Hits that, as we mentioned, the go-ahead field goal to give Gallatin the lead. The final score of the game last week, uh, this is a guy that <laughs> kicks it through the back of the end zone most times on kickoffs. His punts hang in the air for what seems to be a lifetime. When you have a player that has such a sure and strong foot like that, how does that help uh, and benefit all three sides of the ball? Well, I mean, he's the best defensive player we got. You know, a kid that can kick off and and um, and put it in the end zone for you and start off on the on the twenty every time is is is, is a good weapon to have. Um, but there's a lot of things when he goes into field goals and and that take place. You got to have the right snap and you got to have the right hold and 
you know, the kickers have got to, you know, that they they have to believe everything's going to go right. And, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, just just not having a great leg. You know, he's got a great leg. I mean, he, he he's hit one from 58, mm. you know. But that's with uh that's with a ball on on a tee, you know, and and he's got that little tripod holding it, and he doesn't have a human. The human factor is not there, so all those things have got to go right, you know. I, he, so you know, I think at Springfield somebody was wanting us to attempt a 56 yarder, and I was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that just got to go right for that. Now if I just had Max out there just waylaying it, and nobody was on the field, I think he's. Uh, I'm gonna take my money with Max, but you know you, now you got protection issues and all this other stuff. So there's a lot of things that can go wrong. But he is uh, he is a very talented weapon, and and he is gonna he's gonna do well in the future. With his leg, with his kick at or at home against Lebanon, uh, Gallatin improved to seven and three. Green Wave move on to the first round at Oakland. Stick around, and we'll preview that on the Green Wave Coaches Show. Brought to you by Main Street Media Television. The Gallatin News. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision making and ready to serve you. Jerry Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615 452-8121. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard, cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling need. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615 615- Four five two one five zero zero. He shoots and he scores. Welcome back to the Green Wave Coaches Show, brought to you by our four wonderful sponsors here in Gallatin. Do not ask me to recite them because I wasn't able to do it last week. Uh, as I mentioned, first round of the Class 6A postseason is here. Gallatin on the road against Oakland. We're going to preview that in a moment. But, Coach, you've had a lot of postseason experience. There was one bit of advice that you could give to your players, and just one, about playing in the playoffs and playing a team of this caliber. What would it be? Uh, you know, I mean, everybody's starting at zero and zero. You know, it's the playoffs. It's it's a it's the new season. Preseason's over with. So, um, you know, we um, we go out there and just give it our best. You know, um, and see what happens. Oakland is the number two seed from Region Three Six A, but they are the back to back to back Class Six A state champs. Uh, and coach, throughout this season, we've talked a little bit about that Scotts Hill and Adamsville game. Uh, in your mind, I know every scenario is different, but uh, does this one draw any similarities for you? Uh, I mean, there's some similarities with, with uh, you know, a lot of games. I've, you know, I told the kids the other day, you know, we I've, I've, I've been involved in, in four of these type games and, you know, I've come out 
on top three times. Um, and it's just because the kids believed. Um, you know, Oakland's a good program, a great program. They got a lot of tradition down there and a, and a lot of a lot of history. But Gallatin does too. And you know, we're we're just trying to pull back the the rubble a little bit to find that. So, you know, the kids have got to understand. Hey, we we're a pretty good football team as well. Um, and 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 but Oakland is the standard here. At, you know, the past ten years, I guess. Um, so. You know, it, it's going to be a test for us. It's going to be a challenge, and I don't think anybody's denying that. But, you know, they 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 got to play football too, you know. So, you know, we'll, we'll go out there and and give it our best go. It's the highest classification uh, in Tennessee uh, Secondary School Athletic Association, highest public school classification, I should say. As you said, Oakland is the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, around here in the mid-state and probably around the state as a whole based on their recent success. So, Coach, when you come from a program like USJ to Gallatin, is this the type of game you look for? Is this an exciting opportunity for you to maybe prove what you guys are capable of in this first round? Oh, 100%. You know, I mean, you, you, this is the type of game and the atmosphere that's going to be uh, it's gonna be electric, you know. I mean, depending on how well we travel. Um, and how many fans we have at the game? So, I mean, this is a this is an old school rival now. Um, you know, they go they they date back, and you know, I think they've played thirty something games against each other. Um, and the last time they played was in 2012. So, you know, these guys have uh, they have a little history with one another. This, these programs, so it'll be fun. It'll be a fun. It'll be a fun atmosphere, and I'm sure you know there's a there's a 99.99% thinks, you know, we're probably going to go down there and get steamrolled, you know, and I don't blame them. But, you know, there's that 1%, there's that 0.01%, you know, so we just got to go out there and play football. You're not worried about the jersey colors, are you? Just trying to get a first down. <laughs> now, they they got a lot of combinations now. <laughs> uh, they had baby blues on. Like, I didn't even know baby blues was an Oakland color. But they got they had baby blues on. I'm always a fan of the baby blues. I mean they they were they were they were tight. They were they were they looked good. They did. One thing, uh, Oakland's defense is one thing to watch out for in this game, and coach, I'll ask you about that in a second. But uh, offensively, you're going to want to stop both of those running backs, Ashton Jones, uh, DCA transfer, who nicknamed himself Mini McCaffrey, to, uh, Christian McCaffrey for the 49ers, and Dwayne Morris, a four-star athlete uh, in his own regard. So. Two really big pieces in the ground game. Uh, Coach, how do you feel like you guys are going to be able to plug that part to try to give yourselves a chance to win? Did he really nickname himself? Yeah. Minnie McCaffrey? On, nick- on uh, Twitter, on X, that's his awesome. uh, nickname is Minnie McCaffrey. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. Um, I don't know. I mean, listen, they're going to get theirs, and, and, you know, what they do offensively, they, you know, they – they're gonna, you know, they're gonna block down. They're gonna seal it. They're gonna kick out, and they're gonna, they're gonna put a mass of humanity right there in the in the middle of the, uh, the middle of the field. And you know, we just, you know, we just gotta come play football and 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 rally to it and wrap up and run our feet and, you know, just try to get after it. Looks like you had a little bit of run defense success against Wilson Central and against Springfield. Uh, struggled a little bit against Lebanon. Uh, how do you kind of take those three games and and apply your run defense to that? Well, I mean, it's just, it's again, you know, it's a different beast, um, you know, and, and and the type of football that that Oakland plays offensively is, 
is a smash mouth type game and um you know we just got to be up we got to be up to the challenge and 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 be able to be able to um you know contain them you know i don't know if you can stop them but you got you know hopefully contain them a little bit so um you know but we'll get after it our kids are we had a great practice yesterday defensively they were flying around to the ball excited you know so you know again we'll just go out there and show up and try to have a you know, a good game with them. There's a lot of talent on that Patriots defense, Coach. What did you kind of notice from them on that side of the ball? Uh, you know, they're a 3-4 team. Uh, again, a little broken stack every once in a while, three high safety, and, you know, they, they want to pressure and, and uh, you know, and whatnot. Um, but, you know, again, you know, they're – again, they're Oakland, you know. So, you know, we just we just got to go out there, line up, and uh try not to try not to cry a little bit i guess and just hope for first down you know and just maybe we can maybe we can get out there and mustard one up can you take anything from oakland's last game riverdale in the battle of the borough trailed 17 nothing at mm-hmm. halftime yeah. came back you won it 25 to 24 yeah um i you know i mean it was a, it, it was a good football game both sides played hard uh, and then Oakland got beat on a, I don't know, quadruple tip pass at the end. So uh, football gods are not on your side when that happens. So um, I'm just excited for our kids to have an opportunity to go down there and play in a game like this. Um, and like I said, nobody's going to give us a chance to, to win. Um, but, you know, we'll pin our ears back. We'll strap that football helmet on and buckle up them shoulder pads and go out there and, and try to, prove that we belong so looking at your quad as a whole in this class 6a postseason coach outside of your own uh game that you've got coming up and the excitement that that opportunity brings i wanted to see which of these four games you'd be most interested in seeing uh, maybe as a fan you've got uh mount juliet and rockvale uh, riverdale and green hill that's the one four matchup of course oakland and gallatin is the two three and then Cookville and Siegel. Which which of those four, based on what you've seen, excite you? I mean, I'm I'm gonna stick with that Gallatin Oakland game. I mean, I think that's gonna be the, I think that's gonna be a heavyweight match. I really do, you know. And we'll just see if we can make it past the first round, and then see if we can take them on, maybe until later rounds. I don't know if we can, but you know, it it'll be a fun game. I hope. All four should be pretty exciting here in the Class 6A postseason. Playoff games are always exciting, no matter who's up to the task. We're going to take one more break. The Green Wave Coaches Show, when we come back, one fun question with Coach Michael Stroud. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard, cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling need. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615-452-8121. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. 
We are local people with local decision making and ready to serve you. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. One fun question here with Coach Michael Straup as we close out the Green Wave Coaches Show. Uh, I, I know I said I wasn't going to give my uh, Halloween outfit away, but um, you said you said Banana Man. Is that what you said? I mean, you got a banana. We got a banana here. Right there. Uh, it's a uh, George Michael Bluth from Arrested Development. Yeah, never would have got that. Never, never seen the show. No. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sarah plays. Um, yeah, I look a little like. If I took I, off the glass, you don't know who Michael Sarah is. No. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll ditch that part. We're <laughs> closing out the show here, uh, Coach. I wanted to start by asking, uh, since we are here on Halloween, uh, best and worst Halloween candy. Candy corn. Worst. That's a that's a it's terrible. It's the worst candy ever made. Um, gross. Um, it's a, a best. Bit, yeah, best. Smarties. Smart, wow. Smarties. Now, that's a hot take. You go from candy corn being the worst to, yeah, to picking yeah. Smarties. Smarties. I figure you to be a chocolate guy. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I am. I do like chocolate. You don't look like this not <laughs> chocolate. But, I mean, um, yeah, candy corn's terrible. It's awful. So whenever Jackson uh, would go trick-or-treating, would you take all the Smarties from, from his little basket? Yeah, I do. That's it. We tax them. We tax them in our house. So if they go out trick-or-treating, they got to come in. they got to pay the piper. Mm. 10%? 25%? What's what's the ratio there? Uh, whatever. How many Smarties were in the box? <laughs> That's what I got. All right. And you, you've been in school for a while. You've been a teacher uh, at a couple of different places. And I'm sure on Halloween you get some kids come up in their costumes. So whether it's there or whether it's during your time trick or treating, what what do you think your favorite costume you've seen is? Oh, I, 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 over the years. Yeah. Whether well, maybe it could be something you know. dressed up as. I don't, I, I'm I, sure you dressed up at some point. Ah uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I had some carolers once uh, from USJ. I had some carolers, and they they came in there and sang some songs. And mm. wow. But um, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I mean. I can't get past like a vampire mm -hmm. costume, you know, the the traditional, classic. traditional, yeah, the classic one or the nobody wears the ghost sheet anymore. They don't, you know, with the with the, you know, with the little, I think that's overrated. Yeah. I think I think there needs to be more. It's a, it's probably a you know, with the economy the way it is, it's probably a budget saver. Mm, yeah, just get a everybody's got a sheet around. Yeah, just get a sheet and 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 cut some holes out, and there you go. But. You know, everybody's got to do this Amazon fancy stuff these days. At one point, I, I actually did the sheet ghost thing in high school, and I had a, a cowboy hat on top of it uh, yeah. to hold. So it was a, called it a ghost burrado. Ghost burrado. Desperado and ghost. Got a free Chipotle burrito out of it. Uh, unfortunately, like you said, with the way the economy is, they don't do that anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Greenway Coaches Show uh, postseason and Halloween edition. Uh, we'll be back with you here next week hopefully with a huge upset win to talk about for the Green Wave at Oakland. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Main Street Media Television for bringing us on the air, and we'll see you next week.
You've been watching the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News Sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware, the Larry Maynard Agency, Macon Bank and Trust, Derryberry's Heat and Air, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.